0: Welcome to Prophet Gideon Dansor's podcast, where we spend time delving into the deep things of God. We're so happy to have you join us today and we pray you are blessed. Prophet Gideon Dansor is the globally pastor of Empowerment Worship Centre, where God lives. We welcome you to a time of deep study and prayer. You can also join us in person on Sundays at 7am, 9am, 11am and 6pm. We promise you your life will never be the same. Come with me, if you please. Hebrews, the 10th chapter, and we we'll take verse number 35. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which had great recompense or reward. Now, Father, bless us that our confidence will be so strong in you, that what was meant for evil will tend for our good, and that you bless hearts, even this morning, in Jesus' name, amen. Before you ask to look at them and say, I am confident, I'm confident shake someone say be confident be confident come on speak like you believe say be confident be confident say be confident speak with authority the lord just dropped this in my spirit to share with you this morning the lord to speak to you about confidence tell somebody be confident be confident you got to speak like you believe say be confident be confident can you hold somebody's hands and squeeze their hand a little bit and say, "You got to be confident. You got to be confident. You have to be strong. You got to be confident." How many of you are confident? You are strong. You are strong. Come on, and clap your hands. Give God praise. Can you shout and give Him praise right now? Hallelujah! We live in days when all kinds of things are happening. We live in the days when economics can predict. Based on the numbers anymore. We live in days when consultants get confused. We live in days when nothing is really stable. We live in days when what we used to know don't work anymore. We live in days when people are scared and worried and confused. Especially for those of us in this side of our world. Ghana, we live in days when you can't be sure of the future as it relates to whether it's economics, whether it's politics, whether it's even relationships, whether it's your spouse, children, even sometimes even in the church. Nothing It's reliable anymore. Nothing is stable. Nothing remains. Anything can happen. The happenings don't make sense anymore. In the midst of all this, what is happening is that many are losing their trust. And many are losing their confidence. Many are losing their confidence. And many are losing their hope. And I believe it is upon these happenings that the Lord dropped this message in my spirit to share with you even as the year is coming to an end. That the Lord said to tell you that be confident. I think it's a good place to receive God's word better than clap your hands and give him praise. I believe that I love to teach, but this is not really a teaching. Even I would teach to establish my point, but it's really prophetic. That God is speaking to you. So lift up yourself. Shake the dust off your feet. Because God loves you more than those who hate you. It is about time you lift up yourself and speak to your soul. Like David said, Why are you cast down all man's soul? It's about time you lift up yourself and shake rejection off, shake confusion of, and be focused looking unto Jesus, the altar and the finisher of your faith that is faithful, who has begun a good work in you, and he is able to bring it to an expected end. Can I get a clap off into Jesus right now? I believe, I'm speaking prophetic this morning. Tell somebody, God is talking to you right now to be confident. Come on, shake and say, your future is secure. Your destiny is secure. It is well with you, the devil is a liar. I came to speak to somebody right now that every voice you've been hearing, that is contrary to the voice of God, must be silenced before the year ends. Clap your hand and give God praise right now. I came to lift you up for where you are to where you spiritually belong. I came to decree that 2016 will end on a note of victory for you. It's not your usual Sunday morning, but it's a Sunday morning of lifting. The Lord said, Comfort my people, speak comfortably to them that their warfare is over and that their iniquity is pardoned. And God is going to give you double for your trouble. Your confidence in Him is going to be so strong. What is confidence? A feeling or belief that you can do something well or succeed at something. It also means a feeling of belief that someone or something is good and has the ability to succeed at something, a feeling of being certain that something will happen and that something is true. A trusting or a reliance and assurance of mind or firm belief in the integrity and the stability or the truth of another in the truth. And the reality of a fact. But the Bible says that it's better to curse being a man that put his trust in man. Or confidence in man but trust the law. When you are confident, it means that you are trusting. And there's a reliance and assurance of mind, of firm belief. Stability, true. You are sure a feeling and a certainty that something will happen. Something will succeed. Something will come through. It will not go left or right. You know that this is the outcome of what is going to happen in your life. How many of you have been there before? You've been there before when you are certain. Confidence also means trust, reliance, applies to one's own ability or fortune or belief in one's own competence. I don't know about you, but it is one thing to believe that you can do something just because you think you can do it. That's another thing to believe you can do it because God will help you do it. Yeah. First Kings chapter 20, verse 11 says, And the king of Israel answered and said, Tile him. Let not him that gathered on his harness boss himself as he that put that it off. Give me the new King James. And the new King James says. And it happened when Ben-Harad heard this message. As he and the kings were drinking at the command. 11. So the king of Israel answered and said, Tell him, let not the one who puts on his armor boast like the one who take it off. Ben-Harad has sent a message to the king of Israel about how he would deal with the king of Israel and finish the king of Israel and massacre him and get him over and down and slaughter him and finish him. And the king of Israel responded to ben hannah that said, I know you are very confident of what you can do to me and my kingdom, but let me tell you something. Let him that put on his armor not boast like the one who has put it off. In other words, let him who is here to wear an armor to go and fight not behave like the one who has finished fighting. Because it is the one who has finished fighting that can tell what happened at the battlefield if you are here to fight you better wait and finish fighting before, you can talk about the fight if you've never fought before. Don't talk like you fought before. The king of Israel said, Don't speak like one who has finished fighting and is not hung in his armor because you are yet to fight. So don't speak like you finished fighting. The difference between you and the unbeliever, the difference between you and the one who is outside of God and in God's house, is that you are not now fighting for victory, but you are fighting from victory. Jesus said, "It is finished." When He says "finished," it means Jesus is through with the battle. The battle is over. Your victory is already won. Your destiny is set in. It is well with you, and no devil can change it. Will you clap on and shout, "Say yes!" I tell you what: There's nothing about you that is yet to happen. It has already happened. Jesus, finish it. Give some harvest. It, it is finished. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about your healing. I'm talking about your destiny. I'm talking about your sons and daughters. I'm talking about your future. I'm talking about where we go from here. I'm talking about the end of the year. I'm talking about next year. I'm talking about next 10 years. The next 20 years. It is already done. It's already finished. It's finished. It is finished. Let him. That is now putting on his armor. No boss like the one who is hanging his armor. In other words, you king of Syria, you have no idea where I'm coming from. When I stand here and speak, I don't speak from earthly perspective, but I speak from heavenly perspective about me, is already done, sealed and finished. I'm just unfolding, releasing and unlocking it. It's not now God is going to determine my deliverance. It's not now that God is going to open the door for me. It's not now that God is going to make provision for my healing. It's not now that God is going to bring me into cleansing, into purity. It has already been done. It's settled. Jesus won the victory for me and I fight from the place of victory. The victory is already determined. This is where my confidence comes from. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Confidence also is defined as that which trust is place. Ground of trust. Confidence is also defined as that we trust is place. The place. The arena. The state. The realm of trust. The grounds. There are some things that can happen to you and you just know that things are going to shift. Do you know that you can have confidence in your security because of where you live? Come on, talk to me. You don't worry about I'm Robert, because you live in a gated community. Are you with me at all? You live in an area where there is a lot of security and protection so that ground is that platform, that place forms your confidence. It gives you confidence that your security is okay. Are you with me at all? There's a place when you get to in God. There's a ground. There's a realm. There's a dimension. Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 says, being confident of this very thing that he which had begun a good work In you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. My ground of confidence is not because of where I live physically. My ground of confidence, my platform, what builds my confidence and trust, what shakes me up and gives me the boldness and the strength and to look at the future with hope and excitement and joy is not because of what I've done physically, but. I am confident of this one thing that God has started it and if he started it then he will finish it come on and lift up your voice and say yes in this life confidence is everything let me go into my sermon right now in this life confidence is everything how many of you know that Confidence. That's what people can beat you with their mouth. One time, I had a trainer. We went to one of our members' house. And when we got there, this member, nice lady, about 56 years, but looking very, very slim. And she was in her sports dress because she went to the mountain. And then she looked at my trainer and said to my trainer, You don't know who you are dealing with. If you say you are a trainer, I'm going to beat you. And the trainer looked at her. And I could see the trainer was like, what's going on here? So the trainer said, I need to take you through some exercise and prove that you can beat me. He said, no, no, no. Don't even try it. I don't want access right now. If you're a real man, meet me on the mountain tomorrow morning. And let's run. And I'll I run you. And I'll only run you on the mountain. I will take you down the valley. Then we'll come up, up and down. It's only when we have done this ten times. And you beat me, that's when you can talk. The trainer looked at her and was like, whoa. And I could see my trainer was shaking, and the lady found out that my trainer was shaking, and this lady won't stop, and she went on it, and she was on it, and on it, on it, on it, on, it on it, and on it, and on it, until my trainer lost his confidence, because this lady beat, my goodness, beat him with her mouth. I'm just saying to you right now, that if you don't have confidence, some people can beat you with their mouth, but the devil is a liar. That is why, when the enemy speak, you have to learn how to speak and tell the devil you are a liar. You will not steal my confidence. You will not take my joy. Are you clapping your hands better and giving God praise? Watch this. So I set a fight. I set a fight. So I so, said, Sunday evening 5 p.m. we are meeting on the Bree Mountain. And I could see my trainer didn't like the fight. Tell somebody, you are not going to be beaten by somebody's mouth. My God, the devil is a liar. The enemy is a trickster. The enemy know how to rap, how to confuse you, how to question who you are, and question your identity. And there are many here sitting under the sound of my voice. And you don't even know who you are. But I know who I am. I know who I am. I know who I am. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Lift up your voice and shout. Say yes. Guess what happened? It was 4 o'clock. My trainer didn't show up. So I started calling him. and calling him. And I saw that he was scared. And I said, you know something? If you don't show up, this lady will finish you. You better show up. He said, prof, let's postpone it. And I said, no, we got to do it today. Because I was even getting worried. I am like, maybe this lady will be this guy. Actually. Long story short, I was able to pull this gap because I said, if you don't come, your training with me is over. Because I can't take the heat from this woman. So he got to show up. Finally he showed up. We went to the mountain. We were the mountain for 5.15. And guess what? The lady didn't show up. I'm saying to you that the lady didn't show up. Because she was speaking to scare the demon out of this guy. But she herself knew she couldn't stand a chance. I'm just saying to you that many of you, under the sound of my voice, what you are afraid of, it doesn't exist. What you are afraid of It doesn't exist Because greater is he Than is in you than he Than is Come on clap your hands Say yes Tell somebody Guess what What you are afraid of doesn't exist Look at some of I'm talking to you right now. What you are scared of, it doesn't exist. What you are worried about, it doesn't exist. The devil is a liar for whose report shall we believe. We shall believe in the report of the Lord. Say yes. yes. The writer of Hebrew understood and said, do not cast away. Your confidence. Come on now. Sit well and say I'm not casting away my confidence. Can you sit like you believe what you are talking about. Say, I'm not casting away my confidence. I don't even like the way you are, you are sitting. Like somebody who has lost his confidence. You better sit well and say I'm not casting away my confidence. I'm <laughs> not. I'm 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 not. You want to no shake? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I am not. I am not. I am not. I am not casting away. True story of a young man. Finished university, did his master. Qualified for a job. Went for an interview. And just because of the way he looked, lacked confidence. The way he looked. Wasn't sure by himself. Very qualified. But couldn't speak and articulate. The job was given to the one who didn't even have close to what this young man had didn't get opportunity because he wasn't confident. In life, if you are not confident, you lose opportunities. If you are not confident, others will take your place. If you are not confident, your destiny will be shifted. If you are not confident, fear will control you. If you are not confident, fear will suck the energy out of you. If you are not confident, fear will dry your dreams and make you a slave. But the devil is a liar. Confidence separates men from boys. And I've seen some 50-year-old boys and 25-year-old men. Age is just a number. It's about knowing who you are. Can you speak with others? I know who I am. Confidence gives you audacity to approach, confront, claim, possess the things which are beyond you that God has already given to you. The writer of Hebrew says, Do not cast away your confidence, which has great recompense or reward. It means when you are confident, you are rewarded. I feel like blessing somebody today. Hmm. But watch this in as much as confidence is good generally, but what keeps one's confidence booming going forward during the time of test. And trial is what your confidence is based on. Confidence is good. But what keeps your confidence booming, moving, going, triumphing is what your confidence is based on. Look, I know you are confident, but what's your confidence based on? Please demand an answer right now. Say, I know you are confident, but what's your confidence based on? Confidence, as a matter of fact, in oneself and ability and resources doesn't automatically mean your end is going to be victorious. When you are confident in yourself and you are confident in you and your ability and gifts and talents. The fact that you are confident of yourself doesn't mean that automatically you are going to have the victory at the end of the day. Through a force. In other words, the resilience As well as your longevity. The longevity of your confidence doing the test of time is, is directly produced on the grounds on which your confidence is founded. In other words, if your confidence is not in God and your confidence is in the flesh and your confidence is in material things and your confidence is in your own personal ability when you meet crises that are beyond you, you begin to fumble and crash and come down. But if your confidence is in God and it's embedded in God then it doesn't matter what you go through. The devil is it's a liar. You will come out triumphant. You will come out glorious. You will come out with a victory. Psalm 27 verse 3 says, door and host shall so come against me. My heart shall not fear. though war rise up against me. In this, will I be confident? At war, that's why I'm confident. Verse 4 says, one thing I have desired the Lord that I will seek after him. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire. And the stamp of verse 5 says, For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle, shall he hide me. He shall set me upon there's a place in God that God will hide you when you trust in him in the days of trouble. How many of you have faced trouble before? How many of you have trusted in something that when the trouble came, what you trusted in couldn't stand? Come on, talk to me right now. How many of you have trusted in men and men turned their back on you when you needed them the most? So confidence is good. But what your confidence is based on will determine the outcomes of your situations and the trials you go through. It's good to be confident. But what is your confidence based on? And I need an answer right now. What is your confidence based on? Quickly, I'd like to just look at a few things in the Bible that builds people's confidence. Number one, the Bible talks about putting your confidence in man. Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 5, the Debbie version. But down say the Lord, Curse be the man that trusted in man and maketh flesh his arm, his strength, whose heart departed from the Lord. The first thing that many put their trust in is man. The question is, Who is on my side? Many are in church. But their heart is not with God. Many are in the house of God, but actually their trust is in man. How do I know? I even know it when you come to church and Prophet Gideon is not around. Are you serious? What happens to your faith when the man you trust in disappoint you? If you start to backslide, because somebody you trusted so much led you down, then it means you are not trusting in God, you are trusting in men. <laughs> I think it's a good place to clap your hands right now. <laughs> can be the man that trusts in another man. Many are seated here another son of my voice and their trust is in another man. Their trust is in their political parties. What happens in America tells you that nothing is certain. You can look at me any way you want to look at me. I'm not going to be political here. Many are seated here and their whole hope is in whether NDC or MPP will win. If your trust is in the NDC, then your trust is shaking right now because nobody knows. If your trust also is in Akufo Adun, nobody knows. I'm just saying that it is dangerous to put your trust in man. I know you are clapping for the wrong reason, but it's okay. <laughs> Nobody knows. If you put your trust in man, the one thing I want you to know the man can be unfaithful. Look at me. It's not like they want to but it so happens that they turn out to be unfaithful it's not because they want to do something bad but it is what it is you know something it doesn't matter how i'm willing to help you if i'm not able to do it i'm not because it's wanting to be willing but it's another thing to be able man can be willing but not be able but it's only god who is able now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all, you can ever imagine. Please be seated. Men may be unfaithful. Unfaithful. I believe that President Clinton wanted to help Africa. I believe that President Obama wanted to, President Bush but it gets to a time that even when they are willing, it is time for them to go they retire i mean the tire is tired They are tired the tire under the car is tired They have to be removed men can be willing to help you but guess what time that they retire they're unfaithful and they are not able who told you that president obama doesn't want to protect america he does who told you that president bush when he swore the oath of office in 2001 or whatever, and took office, he really wanted 9-11 to happen. No! But men have limitations. So it doesn't matter how men are willing, they may be willing to do something, but they might not be able. That's what the Bible said, it is dangerous to put your trust or your confidence in man. There are many here, what people say about you matters to you alone. There are many here, your joy and your happiness, your excitement is based on what somebody said. You're looking at me. There are many here, you are not really sure about who you are, because somebody says something that confuses you. The devil is a liar. There are many of you here sitting here, so confused and sad, because some professor from Wayegg, gave you F in your exams. So you are sick and tired and angry. That professor, where well, was he? In the beginning when God said, let there be light. And God created you with his mandate an assignment and a destiny. Look at me. You didn't make me so you can't unmake me. I came to speak this morning that anyone who didn't make you cannot unmake you. Man. Someone say man. Someone say man. I just want to tell you that you can be on the minority and still be on the majority. Watch this. According to, let's skip that we just read. Because a curse is a man who put his confidence or trust in another man. To be cursed means to be doomed. To be programmed to fail. Why? Because man can be unfaithful. Proverbs twenty-five, verse nineteen says, "Confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a broken tooth or a foot out of joint." What an amazing scripture! Confidence in a man that can be unfaithful is like a broken. How many of you have had your tooth broken before? Ooh. It means you can't use it to chew anymore. Are you with me? It means you can't rely on it anymore. It means it's painful. When you put your trust in a man and they disappoint you in time of trouble, it's painful. I've never felt the pain before when you trusted your husband and he cheated on you. But I trusted you, honey. Oh... I couldn't believe you could do this to me honey, baby baby not only is it like a broken tooth it itself it's like a foot out of joint when a foot is out of joint and you don't know it means you are trying to run on it but you can't when you trust in a man your speed is limited you can't move anymore you retire, you retrogress, you begin to go down. Can I tell you something? The reason why many of you are slowing down, and what is meant to be possible is no longer possible is that you are trusting man. you are strengthening man. Your calculus is all about man, but I believe God that if need be, God can send angels to replace. God can send angels to add to the numbers. God can send angels to turn it around. Jesus said, if you refuse to worship me, stones." Tell somebody, it's dangerous to trust in another man. This means that when you trust in another man, it's useless, it's uncertain. It fails at any time and it ends in pain. I know your relationship is going to end in pain because you trust man too much. he he said he loves me he will choke you see. oh for better for worse until death do us part then the lady came who is deaf with her dresses I am deaf I've come I'm going to do you parts are you here with me this morning People, when they see the crowd, go and ask Akufa he will tell you. See the crowd. Whoa, victory is secure. 2008. Go and ask Hillary Clinton. Crowd in Pennsylvania. Because see, my grandmother said, human beings are not like dogs. That when they stop following you, you will see it. They can be with you and then they are not with you. When a dog stop following you, you will know a human being can be with you but he's far away. He left you long time ago. I found that many of you the only time you feel comfortable about yourself is when people endorse you. You know, you're looking good. Eh, hey, I'm looking good. Eh. Once we kill the husband because I did my hair. Do you even notice I did my hair? Who really cares? Number two. People trust in money. Can I see my hands also trust in money? Be real. Can I see my hands who trust in money? You trust in money. Okay, can I see? How, how, how many of you have confidence when you have money? Money gives confidence. True or false? There's a kind of confidence. You get your workings changed. What happens when you put your trust in money? Or when your confidence is in money? Confidence in money. Confidence in money. Job 31 24 says, If I've made gold my hope, it's dangerous to make gold your hope. And I've said to the fine gold, Thou art mine confidence. For those of you whose confidence is dependent on money, scripture is for you. People in Japan went to bed below and they woke up puppets. One tsunami. Verse 25, if I rejoiced because my wealth was great and because my hand had gotten much. Verse 26 says, if I beheld the sun when it shined and the moon walking in brightness. 27 said, and my heart had been secretly enticed. And my mouth had kissed my hands. These also were an iniquity to be punished by the judge, for I should have denied the God that is above. Whenever you put your trust in silver and in gold, you deny God. So look at me, the only thing Jesus equated to God was money. Are you with me? The only thing Jesus brought up to the level of God is money. Jesus, you cannot serve God and mammon. In other words, there are many whose confidence is in money. It's in mammon. And whenever you put your confidence in money, you deny God and you expose yourself for judgment. There are many who the level of respect, they accord you is based on the car you park. Even in churches today, I've seen people who think money can get them to get away with so many things. Money has the ability to make people confident. Yet Job says, trusting, relying, and depending on uncertain riches of gold and silver can cause us to lay for ourselves iniquities. Confidence in these riches will mean that one has denied God. Ecclesiastes 10, 19, the Bible says, A feast is made for laughter and wine making merry, but money answered all. The reason why many put their confidence in money because they think money can answer all things. I had a friend many years ago who became powerful, rich overnight. Very prosperous, very rich. And in Africa, when you are rich, it means you are rich. Political wealth. Big money. Millions. One time we sat in a car and we're driving and we met the police and the police stopped the car. Stop, 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 stop. stop. And we stopped. And the guy was shocked that the police could stop him. I'm telling you. So he got angry and I could see his blood pressure was and I'm like, whoa. And it's a guy I knew, good guy. He got money and money revealed a side of him that nobody knew. There's a side of you that is lying dormant. <laughs> the only time it's reviewed is when you get money. Come on, talk to me right now. I will share this testimony. Let me share it one more time. Many years ago, I got twenty million cedis. That's two thousand Ghana cedis. Those are twenty million cedis. When I got that money, I didn't sleep for three nights. I didn't take the money to the bank. I put the money under my bed. Every 30 minutes, I'll go and watch if the man is still there. <laughs> Three days, I did it all night. I'm just saying that money can activate something in you that you never knew was in you. Can activate pride, arrogance, wickedness, all kinds of... The guy was shocked that somebody could stop him because his trust was in the man. He was shocked. He's forgotten that there are laws in Ghana. So when the police stopped him, he started shaking, hey! And I'm like... You know what he did? He opened his bar and he took... 5,000 Ghana City, he removed the 5,000, he gave to the police and the police was like, yes, sir! <laughs> and guess what? In the car, he said, get it out! Get it out! Money! Money! Money can cause you to go crazy. There are many who think they can offend you and give you money to just appease you. The reason why many people can't give is that your confidence is money. Can I say, the reason you can't even give in the house of God is because your confidence is in your money, because you know that who you are is as a result of what you have. So if you lose one can, it means that your value has gone up. You're not clapping your hands well. You're, you don't like me. You don't like me. So I'm just saying to you that you know the reason why many of you are broke and many of you are not getting money is because money is your master. Some will come. Uh, someone sit down some will come sit down someone come you're not coming well so go sit down someone come here sit down the reason why i can command him to get up and sit down is because i am his head i'm the lead pastor of this about the grace of god pastor, can you tell me to come can you try it seriously The reason why you command money to come and money doesn't come is that money is your master. You are serving money. So when you speak to money, money won't come, money won't go. But when money is your servant, you speak to money, come, money will come. You set money, go, and money will go. When money is your servant, you can command money. But when man is your master, you dare not. Tell somebody, are you broke or you are rich? And say, can I give you the reason why you are broke or rich? Is either man is your servant or man is your master. But when man is your servant, you speak and he comes. You say, go and he goes. Say, come and he comes. There are many whose confidence is in money. Money money is their confidence the amount of money they have determines the confidence they have of themselves but watch this proverbs 18 11 says the rich man's wealth is what is a strong city and a an high wall in his own conceit you know something it is your strong city and a high wall to you but it's only in your own mindset Is in your own conceit. You know something? Do you know there's some truth that can only be your truth, but not everybody's truth? Do you know that some of you you think in a certain way, but it's not real, but it's real to you? And do you know you can make lie true and you believe it? Do you know some they can lie to themselves and they believe the lie? Have you dealt people like that? Your money is a strong city and a wall only in your conceit. You haven't met your match. When you met your match, you know that your money is not a strong wall. It's not a city. It can break down. Money can crash. Money can fail. Money can disappear. Let me show another scripture to count that. 21 verse 22 says, A wise man skelet the city of the mighty and casted down the strength of the confidence thereof. When you deal with a shrewd man, he can pull down your wall if the city and the world you build is in the money, if you meet your match, they will pull it down. If you meet a corn man, a trickster, if you meet economic hazard, there are certain things that can crash your money down. I've seen people who are rich overnight and suddenly everything is gone. You haven't seen some before? I've seen it before. Number three, people have confidence in their beauty, true or force. Aren't you sure that just perfume, hey perfume has given you confidence the way you dress your makeup there are many who won't come out without their makeup they will never come out unless they put on makeup your dress so i came to church and when i was dressing i couldn't find a belt i said who cares about belt don't look at me anyway you won't look at me but i don't believe my confidence in my dressing it's good to look good but that's not my confidence are you with me at all Bob said, beauty is vain Proverbs one verse seven. the bible says favor is deceitful beauty is vain but a woman that feared god fear the lord shall be praised if your confidence is in your beauty when you grow you change mm. Mm. melting stuff Hey, girl, things are, I love to talk about melting things. Things that used to stand, don't stand anymore. Things that used to shake, don't shake anymore. They are tired. They are like, oh. They are potholes on your face. That's why you got to use some makeup to pass the potholes. Beauty is vain. Your confidence cannot be in your beauty or the way you look. There are many whose confidence number four are in their stakeholders. They are level in society. Whether they are honorable or your excellency or your dignity or your majesty, reverend doctor, doctor, apostle, pope. (laughs) And the Jesus who saved you is just called Jesus. And you, you are pope, you are apostle, you are bishop, you are, take it easy. And many whose status are in their title, Paul said, I don't boast in the flesh. If there's anybody to boast in the flesh, I, Paul, should boast in the flesh because our circumcision on the eighth day at the stock of Israel, a Trower Benjamin a Hebrew of Hebrew, concerning the law, I'm a Pharisee. Are you with me? Mean? Concerning the zeal, persecuting the church, but all these things I count them as nothing. But I want to know Him well, I want to encounter Him, I want to experience Him. Thank God for your PhD, thank God that. you a doctor. Thank God for your professor. Whatever title you got, pastor, pope, whatever you got. But do you know your name before God? God, is your name really and actually written before God? Thank God for all the successes you have, but before God is nothing. It's about time we don't put our trust in our titles and status and what society places but we put our confidence in God and God the Lord. Can I get a witness in the house right now? Come on, clap your hands and shout, Say yes. Let me draw the kidding if you can't put your trust in man in money in beauty or in status then what can you put your trust in number one put your trust in god my confidence is in god if i can't be confident in man and i can't be confident in money and i can't be confident in my beauty and i can't be confident in my acquisition then what can i be confident what gives me confidence i stand here this morning to introduce to you the best way to have confidence. The one and only way for confidence is to have confidence in God. Church, my confidence is in God. Tell somebody my confidence is in God. I feel like preaching. Can I preach right now? Come on, hold someone's hand and squeeze their hands. My confidence is in God. I can't feel you. I can't feel you. Say, so my confidence is in God. And God alone, the devil is a liar. I am what I am. By the grace of God. God. My confidence is in God. I am hopeful of the future because God has already determined my future. I am confident in God. My foundation is God. My beginning is God. My is God I start with him and I end with him I started this year with him and I will end with him he's a rock, he's my foundation he's my cornerstone he's my lord, he's my savior he's the beginning he's the end, he's the first he's the last he's the author and the finisher of my life can I get a witness in here if your confidence is in God can you rise up and shout Say yes Hey 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 mm. So I take The C From confidence And I put a G G And I call it Godfidence Ah Look at some say, I got God's evidence. My God, the devil is a liar. Nobody can confuse me about that. No philosopher, no lecturer, no politician, no pastor, no bishop, no psychologist, no devil. Whether in China or in America or in Ghana, the source of my life from Sunday school, from when I was born till now is God I know him even before I could read because he knew me once I was a clot of blood in my mother's womb lift up your name and shout say God my confidence is in God I have confidence because of God Psalm 118 verses 8 says it is better To trust in the law than to put confidence in man. Verse 9 says, it is better to trust in the law than to put confidence in princes. Thank God for the relationships I have. Thank God for the 21 guns salutes. Thank God for all the titles you give me. Thank God for the platform I have. Thank God for opportunity to stand Before distinguished people, people I never dreamed, nor thought Nor ever imagined, God will give me Opportunity to stand before and Speak, but the devil is a liar He cannot enter my head, because I know that once upon a time I was in the backside of the Desert, in some bush called I came all down, and his line located Me, and he brought me, he cleansed Me, he changed me, he changed my tongue Put a new name on me Lifted me, exalted me, me me and brought me this far. The devil is a liar. God is a strength of my life. You can clap. You can look at me. You can tell me what's wrong with me. That's your problem. It's 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 your problem. Nobody can change my mind. My confidence is in God. What gives me audacity? What gives me the boldness? What gives me the capacity to do the things I do? What gives me hope and life? It's not the amount of money I have, or the people seated here, or the cars parked, or whatever you call it, but my confidence is in God. wear silver and gold and give me god take away everything and give me jesus i love jesus than silver and gold how many of you are here who love jesus than silver and gold say yes you know something i need to i need to shout yes onto somebody next to you say yes. yes I need to shout yes until some husband who thinks he got you so bad. And you are telling the husband, I'm in love with Jesus than you, man. Yeah. I want a wife who is so jealous to even be jealous about your love affair between you and your God. Come on, rise up and shout. Jesus! Say yes! Yeah. Be seated. I lose my mind when it comes to God. My confidence in god it started even before i was born it was when i was in my mother's womb when i didn't know him he knew me why is my covenant in god my covenant is in god because he's god my covenant is in god because he created me my covenant is in god because even when i am unfaithful he's faithful my covenant is in god that god never fails god cannot fail God cannot lie. He will never turn his back on me. As simple as what I'm telling you is, it is what it is. The earlier you accept it the better for you. I am confident because God is on my side. I I am confident because God God is with me. And if God be for me then who can be against me? God is the very foundation of my family. He's the reason why I live. I marry as God allows me to. I do the things I do because of God. I praise God. I talk God. I breathe God. I speak God. God. Come on and clap You want and shout. Say yes. My confidence is in God. Look at me. Let no man try. And if you tried it, I'll prove to you that you are nothing. But God is. You dare not compete with my relationship with my God. You will disappear. You will lose. You will lose. I love Him. Can you love Him right now? Can you love Him? Are you tired? Are you tired? Can you, Can you rise up? Right I love Him. I love Him. I love Him. Do you love Him this morning? Number one, base of your confidence is God. And I mean God and his word. I'm confident about my future because his word said my future is secure. Thank God for the medical report. For whose report will I believe in? I believe in the report of the Lord. Thank God for what eyes can see, but I believe in what the eyes cannot see. For eyes have not seen, nor ears heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of men, the thing God has prepared for those who love him. Come on, clap your hands and say, God. Number two, I have confidence in myself. Come on, I have confidence in myself. Look at this, just in case you don't know. I am, I am bold. Tell us just in case you don't know. I am, I am bold. I'm strong. I will, I will succeed. succeed and I will make it if you are jealous of what you've seen right now, then you haven't seen anything yet. Because I have confidence in myself. I have confidence in my future. I have confidence in my destiny. I have confidence in my children. I have confidence in my ministry. I have confidence in my business. I have confidence in my life, my family. Say yes. Why do I have confidence in myself? Because I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. It's not me that I live anymore, but Christ that lives in me. I have confidence in myself because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I have confidence in myself because God has graced me with grace to do the impossible. I have confidence in myself because it is well with me. God is with me. And if God be for me, who can be against me? I have confidence in myself because the thousand shall fall on my left and ten thousand on my but it will not come near me only with my eyes as i behold and see the salary of the wicked say it come on six, don't lose your confidence. Say don't lose it, 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 don't lose it. I'm not losing my confidence. I'm not losing my confidence. I'm not losing my hope. I'm not losing who I am. I know who I am. I know who I am. I know what he has done for me. I know he washed me. I know he cleansed me. I know he died for me. I know he loved me. Therefore, I am confident. Can you hear yourself? I can do it. I can do it. You're not not, saying I can do it. I can do it. Say I can handle it. I can handle it. I can handle it. I came to silence any voice that says you don't qualify. I came to silence any voice from your father's house and your mother's house. Say yes. Yes. I came to speak to you that you are more than a conqueror. I came to speak to you. That this one too shall pass. I came to speak to you. That it should work with you. I came to announce to you. That you can do all things. To Christ. I am confidence. In myself. Why? Why do I have confidence in myself? Because I have God. Why do I have confidence in myself? Because of how far he has brought me. David said the other day, I kept my father's sheep. A lion and a bear came against me. I killed a lion I killed a bear. The same God that delivered me, he will deliver me. Have you been through a lot and God has brought you up and that thing has given you confidence that you, you will succeed? How many of you have seen many deliverances that tell you that this one too shall pass? Hey! 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 Number three. Confidence in God, confidence in yourself, and confidence in what you've been through. That God has taken you through. It builds your confidence. Number four. I have confidence in the relationship God has given me. Look, you "You have no idea how much I have confidence in you. You see, let me show you the difference. The difference between putting your trust in man and having confidence in the person here is that when you put your trust in man, God is not in it. But when you trust God, the people God brought you, because God brought them, then it's not about them, it's about the God who brought them. Your clapping is sick, your shouting is low, your screaming is weak. Say yes! I have confidence when we pray. I have confidence because I have a good team, I have a good church, I have a good people, I trust all our leaders, I trust these pastors. They are not here because of themselves, they are here because God brought them. Can you look at somebody next to you and say, I love you. And I have confidence in you. Not because of you, but I've confidence because God brought you my way. You are not saying you are not saying you are not saying it. Come on, squeeze the hand and say, I love you too much. I just love you. I just love you. I just love you. I just love you because God allowed our path to cross. God brought us this way. It's not a coincidence. It's not an accident. But it's divinely orchestrated and divine plan. It was hatched from heaven and planned and downloaded on it. Someone said, but prophet you said, never to put our trust in a man. But what are you talking I'm just saying to you that there's a difference between putting your trust in man and trusting the people God brought you. You think you are in this for accident, you are a joker. You, if you came here by accident, don't trust me as your pastor. But if God brought you here, then it's not about me, it's about God. When you have confidence in the people God brings your way, you can be on the minority and still be on the majority. Because when God is the keeper of this relationship, you see, that's why I have a problem with women who look on their husband's phone. That's our problem with women who are always checking their husbands for and husbands to do, do it right because she, if your trust for them is based on what you see on the phone, then you will a loser. Because some people are so smart, they will delete it before it come They say automatic delete they think delayed by itself. But when you trust God, that the God that brought them in your life is faithful and able to keep this relationship, then God can do it. Say yes. I have confidence in the people God has surrounded me with. Because I know that if I can't handle it, hide Hyder will. Pastor Samuel Wheel. Pastor Daniel Wheel. Pastor Stein will. Pastor Andy Will. Pastor Paul will. We have a good team. Our finance team. Our medical team. Our hospitality. Our media. Our editors. I have confidence in the stewards. I have confidence in the choir. I have confidence in the leadership. I have confidence in you. That we you here together we will build the empowerment worship center. And Jesus will be glorified. Can you hold someone's hand and tell the person, I love you too much. And I have confidence in you. I know you're not smart, I have confidence in you. Because it's it's not you. It's God that brought you here. The The devil is a liar. 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 Say yes. And finally, I have confidence in my skills. I have confidence in my giftings. I have confidence in the abilities God has given me. You know something? You can have confidence in God all you want. But until you manifest what God has given you with confidence, you are a loser. See, you have to demonstrate the power of God. You have to demonstrate what God has embedded in you. And I know that I can handle this job. From today I'm just saying, when you get to that office speak like one who has been blessed by God. Talk like a child of God. Be like a child of God. And tell yourself, I can handle this. And I can handle it because God has given me the skill and the gifting to handle this. You are not clapping your hands better. You are not shouting well. Say yes. The other day. I love David. David came to the battlefield and said, You know something? This Goliath has been here for years. Let's cut it short. Let's go straight to the point. What shall be given the man who will deal with this guy? Because confidence has reward. And David went straight for the reward. Whenever you are confident, you have reward. Hebrews said, for confidence has a great recompense of reward. When you are confident, you get a reward. The reason why many of you don't have reward is you are not confident. You have to be confident in the skills, the gifts. I'm confident in my preaching. You think I preach, not believe in what I'm preaching. I preach with boldness, with confidence, because I know that God gave me this word, and as I give you it will help you. The same way, you got to believe in the skills and the gifting. for the wicked flared, when no man pursued, but the righteous shall be pulled. As a lion, I have confidence in the gift things God has given us. Sk- you know, let me share where the problem when I finish preaching. The reason why many of you are in trouble is that you do the reverse. The reverse is, you trust in your skills, not God first. But see, the foundation of your confidence is God. Then upon God, you build You, you build relationship, you build skills, and you build giftings, and based on what God has taken through, you have a solid confidence. But you see, when you trust in your skills, when there's no God, it means your skill has no foundation. But when your skill is built and trusted and rooted on God, then nothing can seek the gift and the skill. The reason why many of you are in trouble is that You trust your skill without God. Ah. You trust your strength without God. You trust who you are without God. You have confidence in yourself without God. The basis upon which everything is built is God. Then whatever I have is God. So God is my foundation and God is my confidence, number one. Then God put in me himself. So now I begin to have confidence in myself because greater is in me. After that, God brings good people my way. God brings me a good church. Good come good, friend, good marriage, good father, good son, good relationships. Therefore, it's not about the people around, but it's about the God who brought them. I wouldn't mean at all. Then I have confidence in the skills and the gift that God has given me. I don't know about you, but I see your ear ending well. Amen. Because I have confidence. It's not about me, it's about God. About God who's doing a new thing. I refuse to lose my confidence. I refuse to lose my confidence because I have confidence. I'm making it. I'm doing it. It's happening. It's turning around. It's changing. I'm having children. God's giving me a family. I'm having a marriage, a home. I'm having a church. God is building a new church. God's doing a new thing, a new company, a new business. Because my confidence is in God and in God, I have everything. Can you rise up to your feet and give God a better praise right now? You. Your clapping is sick. Can you go to three friends and tell them you are not here because of yourself, you are here because God brought you here. Come on, get out of the house. I love you because God brought you here. You have no idea who you are sitting next to. You have no idea the opportunity God has given you to sit by me. You have no idea what God is getting ready to do. You have no idea the new thing God has begun. You have no idea what God is doing in this house. You have no idea that God orchestrated our path. I have confidence in God. I have confidence in me. I have confidence in God's relationship. I have confidence in what I have been through after God has brought me. And above all, I have confidence in the giftings and the skills God has given me. About a man's gifts shall make a way for him, and bring him before great men. I say, lift up your hands, but you come before great men. May you not shatter your business. May you not shatter your company. May you not shatter your anointing. May you not shatter who you are. Let any voice contending with your voice be silenced right now. Lord, silence your voice now. Say silence. In the name, lift up your hands, one right now. Can begin to just talk to God. Just bless him right now. Let's thank him. Lift our hands, say, Father. Everyone, say, Father. Let every mountain fall. Let every opposition crash. Let every resistance be removed. So as I lift up my hands, I receive this prophetic word. And I declare today, I have god God on my side, I'll cross over to the other side with the victory in Jesus' name. Come on and clap your hands. Come on and shout. I'm on a squeeze.